0: Hello, James.
1: David Turnip. That's
0: that's my name. Well, yeah. it's not my name, but you know, that's what the bullies at school called me. So you you crack on.
1: Really? Okay. I didn't know that, but yeah, it's good to know. How's uh, how's things? Yeah, not bad. You? Yeah? yeah, not too bad. Um, long time no speak. Sorry, I'm adjusting myself.
0: I need to get ready because this is um this is an important show, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of enthusiasm. No, uh, no this, I'm, I'm very excited.
1: You know, it's, it's going to be
0: great. It's the end, end of an era. It is, yeah. The last uh, Dark Calls uh, ever. Um, it was supposed to be recorded about four weeks ago, but uh, there's been all manner of problems isn't
1: there. Yeah, I think I guess you're kind of really happy to be hope this to be over as well. <laughs> what makes you say that? I, I just, just kind of get that impression. You're, you're kind of done with it now.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> it, it's just. Um, you forget that the lead up to Christmas is actually a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, whereas like before it, it was just like, Oh, should we recall tonight? Yeah. Let's recall tonight. And then we recalled. Mm. uh, it's not the case on the lead up to Christmas. It's like, let's recall tonight. No, I'm going to Star Wars. Oh, for fuck- that, that annoyed me a little bit, James.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I forgotten uh, about
0: that. Yeah. How was it? It
1: was good. Yeah. I, I don't want to say much because I'll get death threats and stuff. So uh, Is thats
0: yeah. that what's been going on? Has it been on lockdown completely off the internet?
1: It seems to be like that because I've just not dared saying anything. I mean, I mean, I get it.
0: I do get it. Um, uh, so, yeah. I mean, I'd hate it if... if you, you know, as an outsider, someone who's... I, I think I've seen about half an hour one, one film. Uh, I do kind of feel left out rather than... And then, I suppose, you feel left out. And then you see everyone going on about it, and you do feel a bit angry. You're like, oh, "All yeah. right, leave it out." <laughs> like, um, but then you realise actually, you know, that's what, you know, that's what it's all about. <laughs> I
1: mean the thing is with it is, is I mean, it's not like the greatest literature ever like written or anything. No, no, uh, really not. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but the what thing is, is James, just, if you if you went into it though, <laughs> if you go into it cold though, it's it's a lot more fun, I think. Because there are a couple of nice twists and stuff. So,
0: what's the um? What's the best literature ever written? Then,
1: uh, is it the, the Holy Diary Bible? Of Adrian Mole, I think
0: it's the what?
1: The Secret Diary of Adrian Mole. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. The fuck is that? You never read that? <laughs> no, nah,
0: never read that. I've only <laughs> read a few books in my life. Uh Of Mice and Men was mm-hmm. one of them. Was alright? War and Peace. Big i No, not read that one. No, <laughs> not not read that <laughs> one. Um. Yeah, so uh this is a and a episode, but I thought we'd kick off with uh, a little bit of what you've been playing because we've never uh we've never shied away from that in the past. So, uh what what have you been playing that since st- Actually, let's let's do this first. Have you done anything Dark Souls related since our last podcast?
1: Um I've looked at some videos and stuff like what that. What sort of
0: videos have you been watching?
1: The ones that you sent me. I've had <laughs> Just the,
0: the ones of the or way. have you gone on from there?
1: Well, I've done that, but I've also I've looked at quite a lot of like yeah, you know, like wikis and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Reading up about what sort
0: of things well? were you researching?
1: Mostly, you know, like patches and people like that. Oh, right. I thought you meant patches. Like,
0: oh, <laughs> this one makes it so that because you know that there's like loads of patches out for this game, some of which, uh... <laughs> no, <laughs> some I was of which, it... uh, you know, patches, when it comes up, aka Jester. You know, when it comes up, you died on yeah. the uh, on the screen. Some people have patched it so it says "Thanks, Obama" across it and stuff like that. I like that. Um, so, what did you find out about patches?
1: I can't remember brilliant it's, no it's it's i've been I had a look around, but to be honest with you, after I'd finished it, I really just kind of felt done for a bit i yeah? I wanted to sort of move on and move look at some other things it's, So you've um,
0: not you've not turned the game on since
1: completing it no it's wow. um apart from that, I mean I did that thing you know like when we finished it at your place and then i yeah, I it stayed for a bit. Again. yeah, yeah. but yeah, I've not done that 'cause um I mean my next thing is gonna will be dark souls because 'cause I've got that copy and um i will play it it's just um i want to clear some other things first you know
0: like yeah. what what are you trying to clear
1: well i mean I, I really want to play more of fallout 4 because you know i played it reviewed it but i haven't finished it yet right and, uh, there's a lot of that to go and uh yeah i mean the other thing i've been playing over the last couple of weeks is the mario and luigi paper jam <laughs>
0: yeah do you what, what's that like
1: well the thing is is it's it's not a bad game um there's elements of it which are really which are really fun, like the, the battle system's still very good, although they've recycled a lot of stuff. It, I mean, the trouble is, is it, it's a kind of a it's a typical sort of like seven out of ten game, to be honest.
0: Yeah. You know, but
1: it's like it's fun to play. The story is awful. You know, which which is a shame because you know, like with RPGs, that really is like one of the the main reasons I you play, really, like, no, especially. No. No, no, especially like Japanese RPGs, because it's like, usually with Japanese RPGs, it's like turn-based, and it doesn't really require a huge amount of skill. It is just like selecting options from a menu
0: Yeah.
1: to do stuff. Although, the good thing with Mario & Luigi is they do add some skill to it, because you can like, if you like time the button right, you can do like extra damage and stuff like that, so that's yeah, nice.
0: yeah.
1: But, um... It, there should be like a really good script and like a really, I mean, that, that's what was really good about the other, earlier Mario and Luigi games, although they were funny. You know, they were like, they were pretty funny games. That's interesting because one, I heard
0: that these, these, these games were really funny. They are. I mean, the like, like, I mean, this game specifically, because I really liked this series. I liked, um, was it, Super Saga? Superstar, star, super yeah, star, superstar, star, art Saga. Yeah, Super Star Saga. Love that one. Um, Partners in Time was the other yeah. one. I think I played. I played a bit of Inside Story. Is it called Inside Story?
1: Yeah, yeah it's Bowser's Inside Story. Yeah,
0: and that was okay. It wasn't excellent. It wasn't it, as good as the other two.
1: Well, the thing is, is it, the series has kind of gone downhill, like as it's as it's gone on, because the one before this, Dream Team, I I, I hated it. It was really? um, Well, I mean, I played the game through to completion, but it took me forty hours, which is ridiculous. Uh-huh. And but also, it was one of those games where I was, I got to the point where I was just like, I just want to finish this. And I got to that point about twenty hours in, and then there was still like loads to go. And because the big problem with it was was the number of tutorials that it had. It was like I I looked up the other day because of playing this. There were six hours of tutorials in that game. (laughs) I mean, that's insane. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: part of the reason why I've never got into sort of RPGs in a big way. It's just like such a commitment, and I'm one of these people that just really like playing. Loads of different games So You know When it comes to uh, An RPG It's just like no And I was offered that To review That's right You were second choice And I just thought Nah I can't Not in the lead up to Christmas plus I had Just Cause and Rainbow Six To review It was just like Nah that was never Going to happen Yeah (laughs) It just seems mad
1: And the thing is Is I mean The reason it's like Kind of a 7 out of 10 game Is because it's like It's still It's fun It's still fun to play Because of the mechanics It's just that The you know Story Script and all that Kind of thing not that interesting.
0: Good old Nintendo, yes. eh? Which,
1: I know, I mean, it, it really feels like it's another one of those ones. You know, like I said, when we, when they showed off all those games, like this, uh, the Amiibo Festival and all that, how it was like ideas they, they like chucked in a bin. And then they were like, okay, let's go and have a look. Let's, we've got nothing. We've got nothing coming. Let's go back to the bin and see what we chucked away. It really feels a bit like that still.
0: It does feel like they're winding down a bit. You know what I mean? And you, you used to get that, but you didn't really get that with the, uh, the PS, um, the PS3 and the 360, it never felt like it was winding down towards the end. There was always this buzz about, um, you know, this is the last big hurrah, yeah. and that was said about four or five times in in the lead up to the PS4 and um, uh, and Xbox One. Um, but if you remember the end of the Xbox and PS2 era, there was definitely a wind down. And again, with you know the the PS1 and uh, you know the the N64 was the PS one up against the N64, yeah, it was, the GameCube.
1: Uh, it was the N64. It was the
0: N64, wasn't it? Yeah, that, like the, there was certain, there was definitely wind down periods on that, and it it really feels like Nintendo winding down on everything, like all the hardware they've got out there now. And next year is going to be really interesting because yeah, it kind of feels like the free the 3DS will be done next year, and the Wii U will be done next year. And you know, if this NX is indeed a uh, you know part portable part. Home console, then that makes a lot of sense. And we might actually see. I mean, what they need to do next year is go. NX is out at the end of the year. It's yeah. going to have Zelda, Mario, FC, you know that sort of thing. Uh, and then all of a sudden, people will love Nintendo again. That's all they yeah. got to do. Create it's, classic I mean, games.
1: I think it's just you know like with the with Microsoft and Sony, they've just really got it nailed. You know the whole idea of like you know just continuously supporting stuff and then. You know they. Well, we've said said a
0: million times before. They're like a well oiled -oiled machine, but what they're missing is that Nintendo magic. And once Nintendo get that back, it's like, okay, well, you know, if they if they get it back again, then it's going to be a big shift again. But you know, I'm not counting them out. You'd be stupid to count Nintendo out of the race because it's happened so many times before.
1: But they still do that whole thing where it's like, okay, it's 2006. What do we got? (laughs) it's, (laughs) (laughs) It's like. It. Yeah. There's, there's
0: um, much so I've been playing Just Cause Free, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting video game. It's up on Spong.com My review. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's it's a hard one to recommend because I don't know how you want to play your games. Uh, if you want to play a game where you're where you're following a story, following a path or whatever, then you know uh then don't get this game because it's you're not going to enjoy it but if you're if you if you want to treat a game like do you remember Nobby Nobby Boy? Yeah. It's a bit like that, you know, where you're not actually doing anything too gamey but you're just fucking around and seeing what happens. That's what Just Cause is. Like on another level, like it's there's more to it obviously than Nobby Nobby Boy, but um it reminds me of Crackdown. Do you remember the amount of hours we pulled into Crackdown? Yeah. How much of that was spent on missions? Like zero so
1: zero, yeah, it's <laughs> just going around making piles of bodies, and yeah, and climbing towers
0: around. and right. kicking the shit out of bodies and stuff well this is exactly the same. you've got no attachment to the world, so you don't mind like like just pissing everyone off um uh it, it's got weird silly physics and stuff, and yeah, it's really good the the only problem I've got, uh and this is what separates it from crackdown in my eyes, um the way to upgrade in crackdown is to do anything, right? So if you killed someone, you get points. If you run someone over, you got points and all that sort of stuff. And it all worked towards your character's level progression. You okay. would start to get those four stars around each ability. And then that would, you know, increase what you can do. Well, um, the way to increase what you can do in Just Cause is to upgrade your equipment. And the only way to upgrade them is to, by doing challenges. And the challenges are a bit weak. Like I said, mm-hmm. It doesn't feel as though, like, if a game goes, oh, right, now you've got a race and beat this time attack. You know, when you, you know, when you play a, like a, an objective like that, and you can tell that the, the race course has been set out specifically for this time attack. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, right? I see, you can see nods towards like little checkpoints and everything, right? And then you, sometimes you play an open world game. And it's like, do this time attack. And you just kind of think all you've done is just like lazily plonk some checkpoints around the map. You know, there's a bit where that I'm, I'm blatantly going to fly off the edge here. So, uh, you know, it feels like a perfect example is one of the first ones I did. There was a checkpoint that, and I followed the road around, but it wasn't where the next checkpoint was. So I restarted and. I made the checkpoint the second time and it was a ramp, so I hit the ramp full speed and I flew past the next checkpoint, and I was just like you haven't thought this through, you know what I mean like it's, you don't you haven't thought, where's this car going to land if it hits it at full pelt, where if it doesn't hit it at full pelt and stuff like that, and it took three or four goes, because of the loading times in between are like 30 seconds long I was just like, oh fuck this I'm not going to continue doing this, which is a shame, because at the same time I want more toys to play in the world with because you just want to test stuff out. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks incredible. Um, and it, it, when it works, it's fucking hilarious. Like tying someone to the top of a building and then just retracting the, the cable that you've tied them with and just oh. watching them fly off into the air will never get old. It's fucking hilarious. I saw, I saw a video, um, that uh, Ian Dickinson uh, tweeted, uh, today where someone had tied a man's hands to some uh like swing bars and then put rockets on their feet so they were just like spinning around the swing bar <laughs> again. And I just thought, yeah, that's just cause cool, man, that is that's what the game's all about. That's why it's so fun. Has
1: um, it got, um has it got multiplayer at all? Uh
0: no, it doesn't. No. That's a shame. Because imagine probably. what
1: amount of fun you can have with that. No,
0: but it does have this um stuff where whatever you're doing in the in the uh world it counts towards your um uh like it, you get put into a leaderboard. So if you like use a wingsuit for five minutes, um then all of a sudden your notes are top right. There's a leaderboard and it shows everyone on your friends list how long they've used the wingsuit for, like in one in one go. And uh, you're like, okay, right, fuck it, I'm going to stay in the air and try and compete. Yeah, try and beat um you know Sean's score. And then you start, it's weird, you just suddenly find yourself competing against your friends over their main stuff. But it just makes things fun, because like, all you were doing was dicking around anyway. And you, you're just objective, and your brain just changes, and then all of a sudden you find yourself three hours have gone by, and you've done fuck all, but you've had a good time. Mm-hmm. So it's a good game, it just could be better, you know, it's not that much of an improvement over the last one. Um, One game that has completely blown me away, though, is uh, Rainbow Six Siege.
1: Yeah, we played this, um, a couple, well, I played it twice now with you, I think.
0: What a surprise. Like, we weren't expecting much. We played the beta and it was, you know, a bit okay. I was proper worried about it, thinking this is not going to be very good. Um, and it's incredible. But like, what a game that is. I- I'm just absolutely blown away by it. And now, it's got some flaws. Like, there are server issues that are a right pain in the arse. People keep getting kicked, uh, from servers and stuff like that. Um, and i'm also having uh, a little bit of a problem recommending it to people because there's not actually a lot of content there you know there's a few game modes you're basically you're not doing the same thing every every time you play but like the objectives are the same and you know the maps are i think there's like 11 maps and they rotate you know you come across the same ones very very quickly and stuff like that but oh my god what a game
1: yeah, the, the lack of maps thing, I don't think is a massive deal. Cause obviously no. there's going to be more stuff coming. Yeah. And in a way, it adds to like the tactical nature of the game. Cause mm-hmm. it's like you get really, you know, really get used to, you know, certain areas and you know, you know, where everything is and everything. Cause that, that was one of the things with the, with like Rainbow Six, like Black Arrow that we used to play. You yeah. know, like we all knew the maps inside out and that made it, you know, even better, you know, cause it was like that. But, um, I mean, the lack of content though thing and the price is something that does bother me a bit though. Cause, I mean, would you have paid like 50 quid for this? Um,
0: yeah, I would have actually. If, if I'd have heard the buzz that I was hearing from my friends at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and seeing everyone jump on board, I would have bought this game without a doubt. Um, but I wouldn't blame anyone that didn't. Do you know what yeah. I
1: mean? Cause that's, that was the only thing that's really bothered me about it. Cause there's also, you know, like how you can unlock stuff as well by like paying for it and that kind of thing. Well, and it's, you I know can, you don't yeah. have to do that. But you, but that's the kind of thing whereby if they'd have released it at a more budget price, you know, maybe, cause it really, when you play it, to me, it really feels like a budget release in the sense of like the amount of content it is, what it looks like. I mean, I know it's really, really fun and it is really, really good to play, but it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like a complete package, like say, like Call of Duty is. Do you see what I mean? And I know it's a very different kind of game, but. It feels like that it should be cheaper or there should be more there. But
0: then at the same point, I just kind of think there's more going on in this game. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, maybe they've focused more on the actual, you on know, the game, mechanics, the, yeah. the game mechanics than they have, uh, like, the like, I would rather, uh, if there was a single player in it, I wouldn't have touched it by <laughs> now, you know? Um, they've got Terrorist Hunt there. I've barely touched Terrorist Hunt because the actual game mode, like, the multiplayer is just incredible and let me say this because there will be people that are into dark souls that are not into first person shooters right and that's totally understandable i'm not going to dig you out whatever but when a game like rainbow six siege comes along you may be thinking i don't like online first person shooters i'm not interested i'm not you know quick enough i I get killed over and over again i'm sick of the spawn die spawn die stuff right believe me this game is different go onto YouTube, search Rainbow Six Siege and watch a few matches and you'll be surprised with what you see because there's not a lot of shooting involved to start with. You know what That's I mean? That's true. There's a long period where you're basically setting up a base and while the others are trying to find where the base is and find where objectives are. So, you know, um th- I was watching a video today and, and, and they were saying this is an Intel game more than it is a shooter. Mm-hmm. Like the whole idea is defending Intel and trying to find intel and that that if you've got the intel you you'll you'll absolutely rip a team apart do you know what i mean and again with coordination if there's five of you you can start saying hey you attack this side of the room i'll attack the other side of the room the moment it all comes together the the other team have got no chance it's not about oh quick headshot oh quick oh i'm dead respawn quick it feels completely different to any other first person shooter that i've played in like online first person shooter that I've played in years, probably mm-hmm. since Vegas. I mean, what game has felt like this since Vegas?
1: Very true. Yeah. Maybe,
0: um, maybe the Splinter Cell, the Splinter Cell versus mode, or, or, um, you know, Titanfall is a spawn kill sort of, uh, a spawn death sort of game, you know? Even though it's done brilliantly, it is still just, you know, you, you spawn, you kill a few people, you die, you spawn, you keep going. This, you got one life, it's all about setting up, um, D- your defense, or you know, finding out where people are defending, and uh, it's all about coordination. It's completely different because anyone can shoot and, and get a kill, but not everyone can work out these tactics where you you know firing grenades into rooms or setting up jammers and stuff like that. It's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. Yeah, really impressed.
1: Yeah, it's the it is. See, I find it. I mean, I was terrible at it like the last couple of days we've been playing, but. That's mostly because I haven't played competitively like this for a very long time. Like, I've played a lot of Rainbow Six, but it has mostly been just like terrorist hunt and stuff like that, which is not the same. I mean, there's, when you play it on realistic, there is still like a challenge there, but it's not the same kind of challenge at all. Because people are so much more random and, you know, you're not sure what they're going to do. And, uh, but the actual, like, the tactical side of it is, it is very appealing. And it is like the slower pace. Like, you're right. You spend a lot, I mean, I spent a lot of time, like, sort of, sort of, you know, stalking around rooms yeah and just thinking you know you get really kind of twitchy don't you because you're just thinking oh my god you know, the
0: heart goes mental like yeah. uh, as, as, as we were playing last night and we uh, were playing John Denton and John was the last man in the room uh, the last man on our team and we were all watching his screen because we were all dead um he was in a room uh, defending the the bomb and it was just him and a shotgun him against two people one person runs in he kills them and then for 30 seconds, he was laying, you know, he was standing, well, well, he was he was prone, he was going prone, so he was on the floor, and he was just flicking between two areas where the enemy might come in, the last guy might come in, just flicking it. And for the 30 seconds, he was absolutely shitting it. Yeah. Turns out the guy, the other guy couldn't find him uh, and just spotted him as the last second ran out. And John went, that is the same feeling I had from a Bloodborne boss. Like I am sweating, my heart is pounding. It it was just the tension was just unreal. And the, this if this this game does one thing right, it's create tension, man. It's yeah. it's insane.
1: And that that's why it's kinda cool, 'cause like when I did actually manage to make some kills, you do like I just I felt good because you just feel like, you know, this time I've outthought this guy. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I've managed to do it, you know, like better than this other guy has. Yeah. Whereas in other shooters it's not like that. It it does you know, there's more of a it's not a random element, but it's just you know, more twitch.
0: No, and you do get fucked over in this game. There are games where you just think, oh, fuck this. But the majority of it is just pure, (laughs) really good, like, it's just... Just check it out before you write it off, because, uh, I think if this drops in price after Christmas, which I think it will, because it hasn't sold too well, if this drops in price over Christmas, I think it is going to be massive. Like, I think people are going to be talking about this game for a long time, and so long as the DLC is good and doesn't completely fuck the, uh, like, cause the last thing I want is a new operator to come out, and for him to be completely overpowered, because that mm-hmm. would just, uh, that would just wind me up big time. But, um, yeah, so far, so good with that game uh and i've put in 20 hours of, of you know in a couple of weeks which for me is uh, is madness right um right we've been uh we've been asking for your questions on twitter uh this is a q and a episode james has finished dark souls which is good well done with that james Yep, <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> uh and i've 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 been asking for your photos uh, your photos your, your questions Jesus Christ, I've been drinking today. Okay, the first question comes from Crofters. He says, uh, after his triumphant victory, what does James think of the Gwyn fight itself?
1: Oh, that's... that's.
0: Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, it was my favourite boss fight in the game, so I'm interested to hear his take.
1: It, well, it certainly wasn't my favourite. I mean, as you'd have heard, because it was kind of frustrating. But it wasn't as frustrating as the smoke but it also wasn't as fun. Because I didn't feel the same level of achievement as I did with that. Really? uh, Well, I think it's mostly because you told me like how to go about it, like how to defeat Gwyn, like you know, with the uh, deflecting and everything. Whereas with Onster and Smile, I felt more like I'd figured it out for myself, so I felt more of a achievement from that. If
0: you were to do from uh, do it again, would you ask me not to tell you how to do it?
1: For what? What for? For Gwyn? Gwyn, Yeah. No, I probably uh, by that point I wanted to know because I wanted to finish the game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And if I'd have spent, I mean, what I would have done if I hadn't have done what you said is I would have spent, wasted a lot of time trying to do like ranged combat and trying to kill it, kill him with the, um, with the crossbow, which would have been a disaster. It would have taken ages.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, he isn't a crossbow fight at all, that one. I mean, right. uh, parrying is the best way of doing it. I think there's, I mean, well, we've seen other tactics. We watched, uh, Jeff Green finish it that night, actually. Uh, and, you know, Dodging around the pillars and stuff works, but uh, yeah, it just seemed like a, a complete pain in the arse. um Right, this one's from Ben. Uh What were your final level stats and total playtime from Ben in New Zealand?
1: I don't remember.
0: <laughs> That's um, brilliant. We read your stats out, I think, didn't we? we did, yeah. Well, I'm sure we read them out. What was your if... playtime? Wasn't it 60, 67?
1: It was about 67 hours, I think, yeah.
0: Yeah, about 67 hours. Right, I could
1: boot it up if you crazy. want. It's nah. just behind me, but...
0: Um. There's no point. Uh, <laughs> did you make much... This from Ben as well. Did you make much use of consumables? Or did you, like most of us, suffer from too-good-to-use syndrome?
1: Yeah, that is definitely what happened to me, especially with the humanity. Because I had tons of that stuff left by the end. I didn't you. I know, I know, but it's yeah, that was a mistake. I did have a lot of a lot of consumables left that I didn't use. Mostly because some of the stuff I didn't know what it was for, really. And I just thought, well, you know, things are ticking along all right, I don't really need to use this. You know, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, what what else did you do? did you have like any uh homeward bones there and all that sort of stuff?
1: Yeah, I had loads of because I never use I used homeward bone about once or twice in the whole game. And so yeah, I had loads of those.
0: Oh, shit. But you used all your souls, didn't you, before you went in?
1: Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Well, that was, because I was trying to get the endurance up, do you remember? And it was, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, that's not going to make much difference. <laughs> oh, like,
0: yeah, shit. You just went up one point, didn't you? Yeah. Um, this one's from Mikhail. He says, uh, I'd like to know if James were to do a second run, what would he change in terms of playstyle, leveling and character?
1: Um, if I was to play it again, I think I'd probably like to play it with a, like a magic style character, to be honest. Have you cause... seen any
0: videos of someone using Magic? Aren't they? No, I've not. But it's that's insane. Like... You won't believe it. It looks like a completely different game.
1: Okay, that's that's why I'd like to try it because I'd like to see what it's like from that perspective. Because you know you play against Magic users sometimes in the game, but I'd I'd like to see what it's like on the other side. You know whether rather than brute forcing it, whether you can sort of stand back a bit more. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I, I think that's genuinely what I, I think Magic is the sort of ranged. Uh, uh, way of doing things. I think, I, I don't really know, man. I, I like, I, I'm interested to see what it's like, but I don't know if I'd have, I've in, I do not think I would have enjoyed the game anywhere near as much. Like to think that the whole shield sword mechanic would just be c- completely redundant mm-hmm. and you'll be down to, you know, just firing magic and stuff. I don't know if I'd have enjoyed it anywhere near as much. But, um, yeah. Uh, this one's from Jamie Rathbone. He asks, uh, does James know that is possible to kill the Capra demon by throwing dung pies at it over the wall before even going in.
1: I had no idea that you, you could go. do that. Yeah, is yeah that I true.
0: Mean, yeah, it's totally true. But I mean, that is not. That's like it's not a glitch, but that's like such a cheesy way of doing it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You see, the thing is, I'm. I know. See, I hated fighting that Capra demon, and it probably was. For me, the worst part of the game, like at the beginning, it's the most memorable boss. Well, I know it's not even a boss, but it was like the most memorable part for me at the beginning. Yeah, I th- I think, but I needed to go through that to be honest, and to and to like beat it to give me the fact the the feeling that I I could beat the whole game. But like, after I'd done that, I really thought, okay, this is really hard, but definitely I can I can do it if it's like this.
0: Well, this is it. I mean, I, like I was kind of thinking, what would be the point in doing this show if I was to tell you stuff like that? Because then it was kind of like oh, how did you get on against the Capra Demon? Yeah, so I threw the dung pies over the wall and I moved on with the game. It's like, uh, no, you need that. You, fuck you, James, you can't. All right. Um. Uh, he also asked, uh, does he plan to go to Ash Lake uh, and or do the DLC now? Have you thought about it since?
1: Well, Ash Lake, that was that bit that's down, is it down in Blighttown? But you can get to it.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, I thought a little bit about doing the DLC, but then it does mean starting the game again.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah.
1: I haven't got time for that at no. the moment, to be honest. It's, but you should uh,
0: go to Ash Lake. I think go mm-hmm. check it out because I mean, you know, getting to Blythe is easy; you just walk there, Uh mm-hmm. and it's you know, it's a new area, it's a new part of the game that you've never seen before. So, yeah, i I'd, I'd, I'd suggest going down there again.
1: I mean, I feel to be honest with you, I kind of wish that we'd incorporated the DLC into the playthrough. In the, I know that you haven't played it, but I think that could have been interesting because then I could have told you about it. But because I know, I, I feel in a way, I feel a little bit like I haven't had the complete experience.
0: No, that, that's nonsense, though. People will say that to you, but that's nonsense. You played the game, and when they first played played the game and fell in love with it, that's all that was on offer. The DLC came out later, you know what I mean? So, although, yeah, I had everyone saying it's the best part of the game is the DLC. Um, I, I'm not challenging that. I'm sure it is. But uh I don't, f- I think you've had the complete experience, but if you wanted to play something extra, then the DLC is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was in the same situation. Everyone was saying to me, oh, I play the DLC. And I was kind of like, and then they would say things like, it's got the hardest boss in the game in it. And I just mm-hmm. kind of thought, no, actually, I just want to finish the game. And like, well, I, I don't want to just tear my hair out again. What if I hit another brick wall? I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah. But
1: there's, there is that because then it feels like maybe, you know, it's going to spoil the memory, you know, of what, of the game, which has been superb.
0: I'm sure it wouldn't. Like, I'm sure it wouldn't. I'm sure there's people shouting at us now. But, uh, tell you what, if this gets re-released, uh, on the Xbox or, or PlayStation 4, then I'll probably, pe- well, no, what am I saying? If it gets re-released, I'm definitely picking it up again. Uh, and then I might have to do a, a DLC run with you, see, mm. see how it goes. Um, this one's from ben, ben Dickinson. What normal enemy was your Achilles Hill? Which <laughs> would you give the, or which would give you the most uh, trouble? So normal <laughs> enemy. No, no. Uh,
1: no uh, probably bosses. that one at the beginning. That You've
0: got to be bridge. kidding me. Like he was, you found that guy, the guy with the shield underneath the bridge. Yeah, You found it's- him harder than the archers.
1: No, the, the archer under the bridge. You know, there's that one that's like under the bridge. And yeah, he's, yeah, 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 but I'm shield. talking
0: about the, you know, the archers in, uh, Yeah, they
1: weren't as bad. They really wow. weren't as bad. That one, because that one, I went through them quite quickly. That one under the bridge, it's probably because of the, like, I hadn't really fully got to grips with how the game played at that point. Forward and back. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was all that going on. <laughs> and that, that did my head in, that, that, that character. When I, I remember going back when I was more powerful and just like, Taking revenge on that, on that, uh, that thing is, it, <laughs> it, it really annoyed me. That and probably, like, the Armadillo stuff as well, that was annoying. Well, the
0: ones just before Duke's Archive, or? Yes,
1: they, they, cause they shocked me, cause I was expecting that, you know, the first time I fought it, it was difficult, but then I thought, okay, I'm much more powerful now. Surely this will be a walkthrough, but it actually was still really difficult. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, they were, they were kind of annoying. Uh,
0: Jimmy Robinson asks, how much did you use the online features of the game? I don't recall you talking about summoning invading.
1: I didn't. Yeah, you didn't I didn't at all. use. I don't. No, I didn't use. I didn't use online at all. Actually. Were you
0: not invaded at any point? Because you can get invaded even when not yeah. online.
1: Yeah, I was invaded once down in Blighttown, and um, I
0: don't think we spoke about this. with The woman with the bag on her head.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, did you kill her? Yes.
0: Yeah, she's piss easy and does not represent invading in any way whatsoever. Like it's so weird. Uh, but yeah, I got. I got. Uh, obviously i got done there as well um uh, but she's really handy in the uh, uh the Quelaag fight did you use her, did you summon her in a quaylag fight
1: um i did once but then it didn't work out i mean the thing is is the only time <laughs> i had to let her go <laughs> You see the only time that i summoned and it actually affected the game for me was fighting those gargoyles on yeah, top the of the gargoyle, roof
0: yeah when, when Solaire uh, comes into it for the first time
1: yeah but the other for all the other boss battles i didn't use summoning actually really um, yeah. Mostly because I was paranoid about using up humanity. <laughs> so, you know, so I just didn't do it. It's
0: weird. Uh, I say weird. No I mean, I've got, I have You told
1: me about that. I, so, no,
0: I said save it for, like, you need some for uh, Analondo. Yeah. But, but yeah, after that, you just, just use it up in it.
1: Didn't uh, even use it in Analondo. Like, hardly. He like, did, didn't
0: use it to, um, kill, uh, the Trek.
1: Uh yes I did, but but not for summoning, but as for um yeah yeah because I
0: don't think you could summon in that area, so yeah. yeah 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 that's that's how I did it as well. I had to heal myself a couple of times with a few money. Um also, do you plan on playing through the Great Hollow and the DLC? We've kind of covered that. No. Uh, but yeah, the yeah. Great Hollow is where you go before Ash Lake, I think. Uh, this is from uh Athene Allen. Oh, I have probably fucked up. Uh. How do you roll in Dark Souls?
1: It's 4 and B, yeah? <laughs>
0: That's the one. <laughs> I think, is it? Where's that kick? Can't remember. Uh, yeah. Alex asks, without sounding like a wank, has finishing Dark Souls changed how James looks at games as a medium?
1: Uh, not really. In in what way? I mean...
0: I'm guessing because he's saying... I'm guessing, I'm paraphrasing here, but... um. Do you feel that games, other games could be more? You know what I mean? Because there's one thing about this game is that it just feels like an epic, like an actual, like a real standout epic of a game. Uh, Mm -hmm. and it does make you kind of think when you've seen other games, you're kind of thinking, come on, like put a little bit more effort in, you know?
1: Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But then I kind of feel like everything has its place really with this. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, it is really good to have games like Dark Souls, but it's also really good to have other games, you know, which are not quite as in-depth as this. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you don't have to worry about so much. Yeah, absolutely. Like Devil's Third. You
0: know, so. <laughs> El Classico. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think, I think you're right. Uh, Joshua Garrity ask, asks, has your experience with Dark Souls tempted you to try other well-regarded games outside your comfort zone? I
1: don't know, because it depends on what like, because I played, I played quite a diverse range of stuff. The only stuff that I don't really play is racing games. They're the only ones I don't really, I don't really care for that much. Is it but, is that, um, is that
0: the one genre? Because that's what I was going to ask you. What sort of genre, genres do you avoid?
1: Um, usually, yeah, racing games, puzzle games are two that I really don't like. Puzzle games? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. I mean, I, I play some Bejeweled and stuff like that, but I'm not really into them in a big way. Yeah, it's um. But no, most most other stuff I'll play. I mean, for a long time I didn't like playing like Japanese RPGs either. Because I just. I, I had that idea that it was like. It is just like, you know, selecting stuff from a menu and it's all about the numbers. You know, yeah. just like. You know, you just keep grinding and your numbers go up high enough and then you can win. But, you know, I played a couple and then began to appreciate them a bit more. But, um, yeah, I think. I don't know. Most, most stuff I'll try. I think most stuff I'll go.
0: Cool. Um. Paddy Stardust asked for both of you if you could go for a beer with any Dark Souls character. Who would it be and why?
1: Hmm, that's a tough one.
0: Not for me. Not for me. It's got to be Soleil, right? Really? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, he's the only one. Bo- no. What am I saying? Of course not. It's got to be Andre. There's no doubt about it. That motherfucker is my homeboy. <laughs> he looks like he could take a few pints. He's uh, he's the boss.
1: See, I think the, the terrible side of me would have to say that woman up at the top of Analondo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she does exist, James. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I will just stare at her fake breasts.
1: Yeah. It's uh, either that or probably you Your see skull. that that character. Yeah, you too. Um, that character. <laughs> that character patches was interesting oh, fuck
0: patches yeah. man he was a dickhead i
1: know but that's why he was interesting it's you're so don't weird. Get that.
0: do you know your relationship with patches is exactly the same as your relationship with me you know <laughs> i beat you down constantly and you're still like yeah yeah so right. i'll go out for a drink yeah what are we doing today dave like, patches literally <laughs> kicks you in a fucking dark pit with filled with monsters and shit and yeah. you're like ah, he's all right He's only other oh, laugh.
1: That was, was like you know, I could I could see what he was trying to do there. He had a good scam going. <laughs> I can re- I can respect that. You know, it's-
0: <laughs> lovable rogue. Yeah. That tried actually tried to murder you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the, they're the sort of people you like, James. Clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joshua Garrett is back, and he asks if From were to uh, develop something other than a Souls-style game, what genre would you like them to attempt next? Um, This is a tough one So for me it would be kind of like What genre needs Distilling down to its basics With the story Just expanding like The the way that the Dark Souls Stories are, mythology behind it
1: I really don't know, I'm sorry See
0: for me it's got to This sounds terrible but it's got to be first person shooters Because I still feel That we're lacking a first-person... I mean, Bioshock Infinite is seen as this first-person story-driven game that is, you know... And it is good. Like, it is... I, I like the Bioshock games. The like Infinite I absolutely adored, uh, which I'm sure is upsetting a few people right now. But I love that game. But there's nothing with the depth of Dark Souls in first-person shooters. And that's... that. I think that's probably my favourite genre. So, to play a first-person shooter with that amount of depth uh, but then, are oh, they going to try and make it insanely hard?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. First, yeah, I guess with first person shoes, it could be quite interesting. You know, especially something which did have a lot more depth would be, would be maybe interesting. And the problem is like how that. would that work? Because, yeah.
0: Well, this is it. It's like, would it be Bioshock Infinite, but you die constantly? <laughs> Do you know what I
1: mean? I did die constantly at the end of that.
0: Has, like they been, has there been, like, a... Yeah, there, there's, there have been open-world first-person shooters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a, I'm trying to think of one. Does that Dying Light's an open-world, but is it a first-person shooter? I don't know. Fuck! I can't really think of any, you know?
1: I'll tell you what, they could have a stab at the Mario & Luigi circuit. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, they shout. could do a lot with that. There's a lot of uh, backstory there they could, uh, they could <laughs> flesh out.
0: Yeah, like in the depressing, uh, the depressing from software style. Yeah, <laughs> where you find like Luigi's hat next to a pool of blood.
1: It would be you- a new angle, you know. It could be quite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, this is Gary Dooton. He asks, "What did you think of the enemy and boss designs? Which were your favourite, and why?" James. Oh dear!
1: Sorry, I was uh, I was muted. Yes, I, I was having a drink, and then I forgot to unmute it.
0: Let's do that again. Yeah, you can. Go on. Gary Dutton asks, "What did you think of the enemy and boss designs? Which were your favourite, and why?"
1: Um, do you mean in terms of like game mechanics, or in terms of like how they look?
0: Uh, well Just I don't know. I'm not Gary Dutton, I'm I'm just don't question the messenger, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> why are you asking me? I, should I ask him now, or what? I don't. What you did you think him. of the enemy and boss designs? Which were your favourite, and why? Designs, the design. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm guessing visual design. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm guessing. Probably quite like I found interesting, like the design. No, Sif was the one that I found most interesting, like the design. Sif the wolf. The wolf, yeah, because. It, I don't know, there was the the way it moved and just the, like, you know, the massive sword kind of thing. And it was, it was the lead up to that, you know, with all those, like, swords, like, stuck in the ground and all that kind of thing. It was, that was a really cool, like, moment, I thought. When
0: I first saw him, I did think, oh, fuck off. What is this now? Ooh, it's a wolf with a sword in his mouth. But by the end of it, like, I I had such a connection with that character. I was kind of, like, pounding my chest, going, Good night, little man you know what I mean it was like just a weird connection but I think you're right and I, I really like the look of Seif as well like the the bright sort of glowingness around Seif. I thought was pretty cool mm-hmm. Uh and of course Nito man Nito's just creepy one creepy mm-hmm. motherfucker
1: yeah yeah that was yeah actually yeah hang on that's the one with all like the, the bodies yeah
0: yeah like, yeah the, all uh, the skeletons the skeletons yeah, that, yeah that
1: was very cool actually in a horrible way yeah any That's others good. come to mind? Um, no, not really. I good.
0: Think, uh, uh, Crofters, uh, asks, Terry says, what's James' favourite enemy in the game? What's your favourite enemy?
1: <laughs> what, as in to kill? Or no, what? it
0: just says, what's your favourite? So what, which one did you like the most, I suppose?
1: Probably those ones towards the end that were like those sort of like mash up of all those skeletons that like, stuck together. Not Nito, but you know those ones that were what, like. Those just...
0: tower things?
1: Yeah. Really? They were just, because they, they were just weird. And like, it was, it was interesting.
0: The big tower things? Yeah. Wow. I would not have. That, that is a weird choice.
1: Really? Yeah, I, just... I think so. Because they, to me, they look like the most sort of like weird and sort of alien things in the game, to be honest. And I, I like that. It was, it was interesting. Because it was so different.
0: They, yeah, that's a strange one. Uh, I don't, uh, I'd like, I didn't. I didn't have two thoughts about them. Like, they were just like, oh, okay, that's what they're like. Um, right, okay, uh, this one's from Matt Murray. Do you know Matt Murray? Who? Uh, will you make other things in, <laughs> will you make other things in your life harder to get the same rush? Making tea blindfolded, writing with the wrong hand, etc.? No. <laughs> he also asks, what would be the better game? Zelda with Dark Souls mechanics, or Dark Souls with Zelda mechanics? Um, God, that answers a question that was asked <laughs> asked earlier.
1: I know, I know, but I I was going to go for that, but I thought it's too obvious. Shit,
0: man, like, could you imagine From Software doing a Zelda game?
1: Well, that that's what I prefer. Like actually answering that question, I think like a Zelda game with Dark with Dark Souls mechanics would be more interesting.
0: Wow, yeah, I mean. Dark Souls with Zelda mechanics. That sounds awful. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Don't really fancy using, like, slingshots and stuff like that to move blocks. <laughs> be, uh...
0: Navi coming up in the mid midway through a fight with a Kappa demon. Fuck that. How I do mean, you um... listen? So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. God, I, that's got me excited, actually. Could you imagine if they did, like, a dark version of Zelda? It would never happen. It would never happen.
1: Well, they've the, the most recent one they're working on now, they've said, like, a few times that they have been kind of you know, they're interested in Dark Souls as, like, a thing, but I don't think that's, that's going to lead to anything. No, but
0: I'm talking, like, real dark backgrounds to the lore of Zelda would be just... Uh,
1: would yeah, they'd get, never do that.
0: That'd be really... Well, they tried the closest, to, didn't they, with the... the, the Twilight was that Princess
1: one? was the closest that got kind of got to that. What, I mean, over that's, Majora's Mask? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was just kind of messed up and weird, yeah, whereas Twilight yeah. Princess was the one where they were trying to say, look, it's all grown up and adult now. <laughs>
0: but it just you know so was, awesome. was that the one where you've turned into a wolf yes i yeah, got to the second wolf bit and went no nope, i'm done <laughs> really okay. that. I, I I was thinking today because i saw um we were looking at some videos on youtube of mario games to keep harry quiet for 5 minutes and um i came across a mario galaxy video and i was kind of like this just looks incredible um like I played a lot of the first Mario Galaxy. I didn't play the second one, but I I have no emotional attachment to it. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think why, because it looks like incredible. And then I saw I saw the cursor sort of flick across the screen, and then Mario do a spin. And -hmm. I was like, "That's why." Because if you wanted to spin, you had to shake the pad. It was the waggle. You had
1: to you had to shake the nunchuck.
0: I hated that to play a game like that. I said, when they brought it out for the because they're bringing it out for the Wii U, right? Mm. Or is it already out? Yeah,
1: that's, they're not. I think yeah, it's it's been rumored that it's coming.
0: No, I think it's... it's been announced that it's coming. It's just not um not out yet. I don't know, but but because I remember when it was announced, I was thinking, please don't have, please don't make me use the Wiimote. Do take the game, adjust the controls so it all works on the pad. That would be perfect. Um, and then I, I would probably fall in love with that game. But as it stands, no chance because you got fucking waggle you stick about.
1: Yeah, because the, the one that's yeah, coming to the Wii U, I think, is basically just a release of the Wii version. Which yeah, means the, no, that's exactly what it is, it is, yeah. Which is, uh, yeah. Because yeah, it is, I mean, though. I played that and the second one, like, totally finished them, and they are brilliant games. I mean, apart of, you know, the, the waggle you kind of get over, really, I guess. But um if but it's I that,
0: never got over the, it, that was my problem. And it was the same with Zelda Twilight Princess. It was kind of like, I don't want to fucking fling my arm about for him to swing his sword. Like, I just don't want to do it. Uh Yeah. I've not played a Zelda game that I love for ages, but I was tempted to bring up, uh, to buy Wind Waker, uh, because.
1: It's great. It's, I got that, because when I got the Wii U, that's the what, that's the, like, the, the pack-in that I got. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very, very good.
0: Well, like, Harry is obsessed with, uh, the Wii U at the moment, like, he loves watching me play it, um, mainly Mario Kart and stuff, but, like, uh, I'm just kind of getting bored of playing Mario Kart over and over, so I was thinking, you know, Twilight, uh, Points called Wind Waker is the sort of game that you can look at, and it's you know beautiful to look at and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Something yeah, Rachel right loved it, she and I really she loved it. So maybe I'll pick that up. Um, Matt also asks, uh, do you think every person that's into gaming needs to experience what this game has to offer?
1: Um, I'm tempted to say yes, actually, because it is really superb, and I think I think anybody can finish it as well, actually. I, I don't think it's, it's, it's not the difficult game that people go on about. It's, I think, you know, I think most people, you could finish it. It's, um...
0: Skill level, I don't think, I think anyone could complete it, but I think patience level. Yes. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, probably that.
0: Because right, people, I mean, people throwing in the towel, it's, it's not something that that uh, I would be surprised with. Do you know what I mean?
1: But I think, I think, um... Yeah, I think it's. I don't think you can really have an opinion about it unless you've played it, to be honest. Yeah, what like do you not mean? a. Eh? What do you mean? I don't think you can have, like, an opinion about, like, about, you know, whether it's a good game or not, if, unless you've, like, really played it.
0: That. That's any game.
1: No, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not really explaining myself very well. It, are you?
0: Yeah. So, Fallout 4 shit. Have you played it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong a lot of people fucking do that sort of
1: shit no, okay let me let me reword this what I mean is like I don't think you can really judge it unless you played it for like quite a considerable amount of time because i, I think
0: again I disagree with that if you if you're not i d- i don't if a game's not holding your interest then surely that's a fault with the game
1: it is but that's also bullshit because the thing is is sometimes like it takes a while for things to open up and then get good. And sometimes part of the journey is like getting used to something and then then it sort of all clicks. If yeah. You sort of yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose I, it, I
0: suppose what I'm talking about is opinion more than uh judgment, critical review, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean like there's so much to see that you really need to see a lot of it before you can call it a good or bad game, categorically call it a good or bad bad game. But, um, but yeah, opinion-wise, like I, I just kind of think if people say oh, it's not for me, I don't like it, uh, just because they played it for five hours, I think that's a valid argument because mm-hmm. the game's not for them. Whatever, it's just their opinion.
1: I don't know. I still think you'd have to play it for a lot longer than that to have like a, a really good opinion of Dark Souls. It's because um, it, it is a game that really it takes like a long time before it sort of reveals how great it is to you. Like you know, but remember when we when I played it in the beginning. I was really not convinced for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, before it really sort of clicks with me.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think what I mean is like, if you just pick it up and play it for like a couple of hours and just think, nah, it's not for me. It's like, well, it's a hard
0: one, isn't it? It's a hard one. Because like, I wouldn't want to force someone to play it, although technically I have done. Yes, you have, yeah. It's, I kind of sympathize with people that are kind of like, I don't think you have to play it. I don't think every video gamer has to play it because not all games are for everyone. And if you believe that, then you're probably a psychopath. <laughs> you know, you're a bit narcissistic. I think if you think it's not for you, but you're still intrigued, then definitely, like, definitely play it. Like, it, if someone comes up to me and says, "Should I play Dark Souls?" I'll say, "Absolutely, give it a go." But to say that you've categor like everyone's got to play this game, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's kind of weird for me.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think if you're, you know, it's the cliche, isn't it? It's like if you're into this style, if you're into like that kind of style of game, then why not?
0: But then we've already, yeah, but then I I see what Matt's saying because we've already proven that it's not the case with this game. Because, you know, if there's one person that's not into fantasy and RPGs, it's me. Mm. Yeah, I ended up really loving it. So, um, yeah, weird. But I know that Matt's only at the Taurus Demon and, then, oh no, I think he's done the Taurus Demon now, I can't remember. But Matt, get on the, get back on this, please. Because we gotta, hopefully it, it, it's, uh, becomes backwards compatible on Xbox One. Yeah. And, uh, and then he can actually sit and play it, so because that'd be good. Um, Six Shooter asks Bloodborne?
1: Yeah, that's not gonna
0: happen. <laughs> Why is that not gonna happen?
1: Because I don't own a PS4. There you that's go. Right.
0: You chose, yeah. you battled the wrong horse
1: I know, well I, I, at the moment I said to you before I really feel like what what it must have felt like To be a PS3 owner last generation Because it's like all the good stuff Like last generation was kind of on Xbox 360 In the beginning And uh, now it kind of feels the same way But reversed
0: Well you, so, you've got the, the two massive releases for Xbox uh, This holiday season Was Halo 5 and Rise of the Tomb Raider And you've not got either of you? I don't know
1: either no Somehow so, well, because they're both games that I know that like next year, like early next year, I'll be able to pick up for very little money. Mm. And it's like at the moment, I'd rather play something like Fallout because you know it's huge.
0: Love a bit of Fallout. I've yeah. <laughs> not played it yet. I can't wait. It's on my Christmas list. That one. Um, back to Soiny Boy, I think. Um, he asked. Um, I think I asked this, but can we have Dave play through it again for season two? No. <laughs> what would anyone get out of that?
1: I don't know. Oh, I'll tell you what: we could force you to play a magic character. That'd be quite interesting. No.
0: What would <laughs> any, again? What would anyone get out? Of? I haven't got the time. I'm too busy.
1: I get enjoyment out of you complaining. It'd be funny.
0: And uh, and that's it. That's uh, there. All the questions that we were asked, um, and that brings us to the end of the show and the end of Dark Calls as a podcast. Yeah. Um. I've got a few uh, thank yous to make. First of all, thank you at Mark. uh Thank you at Mark. Thank you to Mark from Spong, uh, who has... uh Well, we haven't said this enough. Uh, we always said, you know, it was always JoyPod presented by Spong.com, but we had a certain way that we wanted to present this podcast, which meant that we couldn't announce that it was Dark Calls presented by Spong.com. But this whole series was absolutely presented by spong.com. They've looked after us incredibly well since we first come up with the idea and they've put a lot of work getting this thing on the internet. So please uh follow spong.com on Twitter and, uh, and thank those guys for, for helping us out. If you've enjoyed the show, uh, go and visit the website. We, write reviews for that website uh all throughout the year so go and read them and you know all that sort of stuff uh but yeah big thank you to mark who's put up with uh, us over the the past when did we start this february i think
1: it was yeah Yeah, so
0: so nearly a year now so thanks mark it's really appreciated uh a big thank you to everyone that listened um we had it was strange it was very silent on twitter and we weren't too sure that anyone was listening to it or you know how we were doing and stuff like that and then once james had completed it uh and after the what was it the Onstein and Smo episode we had a a ridiculous amount of chatter on websites and and twitter and stuff like that so uh, you know it was nice to see that people were actually listening to it and, and and enjoying it and uh yeah that was really cool Um, and I think that's it. Big thank you to to Tamar Hussein, who was a big supporter throughout the, the, uh, he works for GameSpot. He was a big supporter, uh, throughout the, uh, podcast. Um, and, uh, people like Twin Humanities, if you like Dark Souls, go and check out their podcast. Uh, they've been very supportive. Um, so it's been great hearing from them. And, um, yeah, I think that's everyone. I've, but I hate it myself because I can't remember. Oh, Midnight Resistance plugged us uh, plenty of times as well. So thanks guys. And thanks for coming on the show. That was really cool. Uh, thanks James for completing the game because this <laughs> would have been a bit of a weird podcast if you stopped at Qualag. Uh, so are well done with that. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anyone, anything <laughs> you want to say?
1: No, just really what you just said. Um, I'd like to thank you though for guiding me badly through the game
0: we got there man
1: we did get there we got
0: there together 50 50 effort from (laughs) from, you know you basically played half the game but we got there (laughs) i played the other half but
1: i mean i'd also like to thank like the people that sent me messages and told me to keep going like when i was getting frustrated and also alex for sending me the Dark Souls 2. I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's very really cool.
0: When are you going to crack on with that?
1: Uh, hopefully next year, which is not that far away now. I think you'll maybe. Have to, you'll have to know, check maybe. in.
0: Follow yeah. James. James is on Twitter, if you didn't know. He's uh, at JCA Farley. Uh, so follow him. Uh, you can follow me at David Turners. And if I leave you with one thing, this podcast is not going down for as long as Spong's up. They're, they're, they're keeping this up. Same with Joypod. Um, if you know anyone, that's about to start dark souls then point them in our direction um because you know they're, they're not really dated we mentioned some old games and stuff like that but it, you know i think this these podcasts might work well with someone playing along the game even for the first time so uh yeah point them in our direction let them know that dark calls is is out there and uh get them to download it in it that's it
1: that is it we're done it's kind of sad, but it feels like the right time.
0: If <laughs> It does. Um, have a great Christmas, and uh, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, in the future in, in some form or another.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Goodbye. God, oh, that was... Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: James, yeah. I've got one final little surprise for you. Go on then. There's gonna be a series two of Dark Calls. Oh yeah. What what we
1: what we're we playing? Not, I'm not playing Dark Dark Souls 2. No.
0: We're gonna be playing this. We're gonna call it
1: Devil Calls. Okay, so this is this is Devil's third. So you've have you have you finished this or not?
0: <laughs> yeah I have, so I can uh You can guide me. I can guide you through it.
1: Okay. <laughs> right here we go. So oops, I don't want to drop that on the floor. Let's put it over there. Okay, so we do a new game here. A new game. Yeah, yeah, new game. yeah but hang on, I'm going to lose your progress if I uh, do that. Uh, Are yes, you call cool I,
0: that? I, I, I'm quite happy with losing my progress on this video game. Okay,
1: okay. Just wanted to make sure.